Oxen Hair presents another case from the files of Fred Tremolo. Even in the city of fair use, being a detective is not all thrills and chills and woe black Betty Bama lamb. Like any job, it ebbs and flows. And these days, it's much more ebb. That's where I was, just counting flowers on the wall. I suppose that's why I agreed to meet her. This one's called The Case of the Hands Touching Hands. Well, I used to know a girl, and I would have sworn that her name was Veronica, but I hadn't heard from her in years. Now, suddenly she calls me out of the blue and wants to meet. I knew it was a bad idea, but at the moment it was the only idea. She agreed to meet at Terrapin Station. I was only there a short time when I saw her, like she was stepping out of a dream. Or was it a nightmare? Only time would tell. Oh, and she wasn't alone. Fret, I wasn't sure you'd actually come. Not after what happened last time. While you were gone, these faces filled with darkness. Don't be like that. You know I had no choice. We all make choices, Veronica. Only some folks run off and leave others to live with the consequences. Oh, fret. This a short stop, or are you planning on staying long enough to do some real damage? That depends. On what your friend says? What do you mean? I can see them. Standing in the shadows? You got something to say, now's the time. My apologies. I didn't want to interrupt this tender reunion. Sweet Caroline. If there was a face I expected to see emerging from the darkness, it sure wasn't hers. Caroline, or should I say Mayor Caroline, one of the most famous people in the city and its most infamous bachelorette. It seemed the whole tabloid industry turned on her dating choices. Beloved and obsessed over, they didn't get much more powerful or beautiful than Caroline. Madam Mayor, and me without my autograph book. I'd rather you saved your ink for election day. Veronica, are you sure about this? I am. You need help? Fret's your guy. Appreciate the plug, but since when are you the political type? Only vote I remember you casting was on pizza toppings. And you always vetoed the pineapple. Line's gotta be drawn somewhere, or else it's chaos. Even in pizza? Especially in pizza. Listen, Fret. We'll have time to catch up later. I'll tell you the whole sordid story. But time is marching on. But... Time is still marching on. Fine, then. Let's see. The mayor is skulking around in a train station in the middle of the night, talking to a private dick. Somehow I don't think I'm getting the key to the city. Depends on how things go. Which means a nasty bit of business. And I'm not the guy you call to knock off a rival. So it must be the other thing. The other thing? Blackmail. Someone's got something on you, and you want it back. You weren't wrong about him, Veronica. So tell me your story. Where it began, I can't begin to knowing, but then I know it's growing strong. What's the secret? I know that look. Listen to me. If I help you with this, I'm going to find out. I'd rather it be from you than some grainy VHS tape. We can't just... No, no, I understand. But knowing too much puts you at risk, too. Hmm. 
My friends think I'm alone, but I've got secrets. I don't tell everything about the love I get. Your love life puts food on the table of a dozen crappy photographers. What could be so... That's all you're going to get. The blackmailer contacted us, and we agreed to pay him. Smart move. But that's where it all went south. We agreed on the drop and put the money up. Half now and half when they delivered the... evidence. They took the money, and then... nothing. Probably getting ready to shake you down for even more dough. Well, that's what we thought, but it's been three days and nothing. They aren't answering their phone, no letters have arrived. It would make sense for them to take the money and disappear, but why not get all of it? It's not even an election year. No, I think something's gone wrong. And if that evidence has gotten loose, it would be very bad for us. I can pay you. Double your normal rate and a bonus if you can get the file in question to me by Saturday night. Why Saturday night? The grand opening of the mayor's new performing arts center, The Reflex. By the park, that's right. If anyone was going to make a scene, that's the place. Mr. Tremolo, Fret, will you take the case? I should, but should I? Sure, the money sounded nice, if I could pull it off. But getting involved in politics and letting Veronica back into my life, even for a short time? How much would that cost me? But they needed help, and I needed money. I'm testing my resistance, and it's wearing mighty thin. I got the feeling I should leave before the roof caves in. My mind tells me to move along, but my body begs me to stay. All right, I'll take the case. I knew you were the right man for the job. And if the job weren't so terrible, that'd actually mean something. Veronica told me how it all came together. They were told to go to a club called Fenaria. It's a good choice, busy but out of the way. Plenty of people to hide among, but less chance of being recognized. It was an open mic night that night, which made the place even crazier. Their part was to put the money in a blue guitar case, come back half an hour later, and the evidence would be in a red guitar case. Only the red guitar case never showed up. So here I am, back at Fenario, to try and find out what happened. And just my luck, I made it right before... Closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Excuse me, fella. Can I ask you something? Gather up your jackets and move it to the exits. I hope you found a friend. Real quick, then I'll get out of your hair. You hear me, friend? It's closing time. I did, but see, I was in here for the open mic night the other day. The crowd can be harsh. Better luck next time. Yeah, but, but no, I left my guitar case here by accident. What kind of musician leaves his guitar behind? A crappy one, I guess. Which is why I'm doing open mics and cesspools like this one. Excuse me? I didn't. That's not what I meant. Look, I'm just trying to get my axe back. Look, this ain't a pawn shop and we don't do lost and found. You lost it, it's gone, and not my problem. Listen, buddy, I need to find that case. You gonna help me, or are we gonna have a problem? Your problem is not with me. It's with the bouncer. Eileen! Your bouncer's name is Eileen? I felt a tap on my shoulder, and I spun around to meet Eileen. Five foot nothing, wearing a red dress. Intimidating, she was not. I spun back around to the bartender. As I was saying, I need to find that case. The tap again. 
This time when I turned around, she got my attention by grabbing me in a tender location. I'm sorry, I was being rude. At this moment you mean everything. You in that dress, my thoughts I confess, verge on dirty. It's at that point that she picks me up over her head and launches me out the front door. Come on, Eileen! I guess you... I guess you met Eileen. I guess I did. Little help? Oh, sure, sure. Let's get some of that trash off you. Thanks. Name's Fret. Johnny. Look, look. If you wanted some of the swag... You just have to wait. What are you talking about? Ah, here he comes. Fresh fish. Come to Papa. What is all this? Everything people leave behind or fell out of their uh, fell out of their pockets. At the end of the night, they dump it all out for anyone to take. It's like a a rummage sale. Weekends are the best. You here every night, Johnny? Every night I can. I do have a very active social calendar, as you can imagine. We should all be so lucky. Were you here a few nights ago during the open mic? Oh, yeah. So much desperation in the air. It leaves a stain on your clothes, and no detergent gets it out. I'm trying to find a red guitar case that got left behind that night. You see anything like that? <laughs> Nothing that nice ever gets this far. You saying they do some cherry picking before the last dump? Now you're getting it. And if someone, an everyday Joe like myself, was looking to find something like that, where might I look? You're not gonna, you're not gonna like it. Your kind wouldn't be welcome there. Johnny, we just met, but let me tell you, I've been in some pretty tough spots. <laughs> not like this, you haven't. But it's your skin. Got it, Pen? Always. sorry. Who did you say sent you here again? His name was Johnny. Didn't catch the last. But that's not really the point, miss. It's Sister. Sister Christian. And St. Cecilia's Academy of the Arts doesn't allow unaffiliated adults to go rifling through their drawers. I'm not explaining myself well. It's been a long night. My, my niece lost her guitar case. I'm just trying to track it down. This is a performing arts academy, not some halfway house for degenerates. I've given you all the time I can spare. Good day, sir. Wait, just wait. I'll level with you. I had it with me when I went out drinking a few nights ago. And when I woke up in the parking lot, it was gone. You should be ashamed. And I am. It's why I'm here. I'm trying to make up for it. The kid didn't do anything wrong. It's going to get worse if I wait too long. This was at Fenario. I'm afraid I don't know that establishment. Yeah, why would you? I'm told that one of their employees has a younger brother here, and she donates used instruments to your cause. Name's Eileen? Yes, Eileen! One of our most prestigious alumni, and one of the finest cellists I've ever heard. A cello? Really? 
How does she reach the top of... Oh, you know what? Never mind. How can you help a poor sinner to make amends? Time's running out for me. I'm still unsure. Your story, it's... Sister Christian, oh, the time has come. And you know that you're the only one to say okay. Fine. What did you say it looked like? It's a red guitar case. Should have been dropped off in the last few days. Now you're smiling. You know it? I can safely say you'll be all right tonight. Sister Christian was right. It's true. It's true, yeah. She led me right to the case. I even sent some good karma her way when I said they could keep the guitar. It was only the case I wanted. She even blessed me before I left. I got back to the office and called Veronica. She said that they were on their way. While they made their way across town, I had some reading to do. They'd tucked the file into the lining of the case. You have to know where to look or have a lot of experience looking where you aren't supposed to to find it. Three guesses which one applied to me. First two don't count. And she wasn't kidding. This kind of information was certainly a game changer. But what kind of person would want this kind of game changed? They were here. I quickly put the file back and sealed it up in the lining, closed the guitar case and put it on my desk. Now to see what's what. Come on in, doors open. Madam Mayor, Veronica, I have something that belongs to you. And you have something for me? Yes, Fred. Here you go. And one pretty red guitar case for her honor. Is everything in order? Madam Mayor? Caroline? Hmm. Oh, oh yes. It's, uh, it's all here. But we should go. Thank you, Mr. Tremolo. Huh. Is there a problem? A problem? No. There's no problem. You have your case and your secrets. I've got my money and my discretion. Our business is done. Is something going on? I'm not sure. Is there, Mr. Tremolo? It took me a bit longer than usual. Must be from the lack of sleep. But now I understand. Do you? You read the file. I did. Fret. Old detectives have it. I see a diary. I gotta read it. Does this change anything? Am I going to have to pay a delivery fee now? Or are we about to have a different conversation? Secrets are my stock and trade. I've got enough dirt to start a, uh, well, what do you call those big gardens? An arboretum. Yeah, that. I can keep one more secret, only... Only... Only I don't like you lying to my friend, or ex-friend, or ex-whatever we were. What is he talking about? You should tell her. You're so smart. Why don't you? With your honor's permission, the contents of the file are shocking, only because they aren't shocking. What does that mean? Our hard-drinking, hard-living, hard-loving mayor, queen of the gossip columns, head hellraiser. She's married. What? And not just married, happily married, to a claims adjuster. Seems like a sensible guy. When she's not at some club into the wee small hours of the morning, she's at home, snuggled up with her man, reading romance novels. Caroline, this is true? It is. I met him a few years ago, and, and I fell hard. But I didn't want him in this life. 
Politics is hard enough, but being the mayor of fair use, that's a whole nother thing. But lots of people get married, settle down. But they don't lie about it to everyone. Campaign on the basis of living la vida loca. People can forgive a lot, but lordy how they hate a liar. You see things as they are. But that wasn't my problem. What do you mean? You got a house hubby you're keeping in a love shack? Fine by me. It was the blackmailer. You figured out who it is? You haven't? It's her. The mayor. Sweet Caroline. What? Didn't you see her pull that file right out of the guitar case, quick as a flash? How'd she know where it was? She knew because she's the one that put it there. But why? She's tired of the lie. She wanted it to get out. But if it leaks, then she's the victim of a smear campaign. She's probably already drawn up plans on how to spin it away from the lie and play up the poor, poor, pitiful me. But there's one thing she didn't count on. That Veronica's ex, the low-rent, shoddy Flatfoot, would actually be able to pull it off. You impress me, unfortunately. How much is it going to take? When you're counting on a killing, always count me in. Talk me into losing just as long as I can win. And I want the easy money. <sighs> I thought you might. But not tonight. Like I said, our business is done. One of the things you pay for is my discretion. You want to keep living the lie? You want to expose yourself, so to speak? That's on you. Our business is finished. I'm sure you can see yourself out. Hmm. Principles of a sort. I'm not used to seeing that. Come along, Veronica. No. No? You lied to me. I was trying to help you, save your career, what you wanted to accomplish for the city, and you used my loyalty against me. Let's talk about this back at City Hall. I have no friends, no one to see, and I am never invited. Now I'm here, talking to you, the mayor. No wonder I get excited. Veronica. I asked you. I said, if I trust in you, would you let me down? Would you laugh at me if I said I care for you? Could you feel the same way, too? I want to know the name of the game. Same as it ever was. It's politics. I quit. We're in this together. You can't just... I quit. This is the end, beautiful friend. The end. Fine. Mr. Tremolo. Veronica. Veronica, I... Don't. Just don't. If you need a place to stay... Thank you, Fret. But I need to go. You don't have to. I do. Thank you for... For, uh... It's fine. I just... Goodbye, Fret. I had money in my pocket, sure, but an enemy in City Hall, and I'd lost Veronica all over again. But maybe not forever. Don't it always seem to go? You don't know what you've got till it's gone. Sometimes they pave paradise and put up a parking lot. But then sometimes, just sometimes, flowers sprout in the cracks. Ox and Hare's Fret Tremolo is written by Kyle Olson. Performed by David Goldberg, Kara Gallo, Anastasia Plum, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Justin Kent, and Denise Olson. Directed by Kyle Olson. Produced by Ryan Fitzpatrick. Follow us on Twitter at Ox and Hare. Check out our Facebook page or come by our website, oxandhare.com, 
where we've got mysteries to unravel, the undead to console, and a time traveler. Just not all at once. Find new adventures each week on Ox and Hare's Monday Matinee. Come along.